Hello there, thank you for tuning in and welcome to the Personal Training Zone podcast. I'm your host Albert and in each episode I give my thoughts on a topic from the world of fitness, nutrition, wellness and sport. As the famous Arnold Schwarzenegger said, come with me if you want to lift. Uh, now that I've uh, got that atrocious impression out of the way, apologies for that. Uh, today we're going to be talking about how to build muscle as a beginner. And no, building muscle is not just for bodybuilders. Everyone should be building some sort of muscle or at least maintaining a decent amount of muscle mass to support their structure and to allow them to live a long, healthy life, basically. So now that we know that we're here to build muscle, how do we do that? So I'm going to be going through a few of the fundamentals on how to build muscle. The main one in terms of your training is going to be progressive overload. Um, progressive overload is where you gradually increase the weight frequency or number of repetitions in your strength training routine. This challenges your body and allows your musculoskeletal system to get stronger. So that is essentially what progressive overload is. We're going to be lifting slightly heavier, slightly more often for more repetitions. And basically that's going to send signals to our body that we need to get stronger so your muscles will grow. Uh, so what are the four principles of progressive overload? So just kind of building upon that. First of all, we've got you want to increase the intensity. So this means lifting more weight on your next session. An example of this would be on week one, we're lifting 50 kilograms on the bench press for 12 repetitions for three sets. And then on week two, we go in and we try and lift 52.5 kilograms again for the 12 repetitions. But you might find you can't quite do that. But we have increased the the weight in total. So focusing on increasing weight week on week. We can also increase the volume. So by doing more repetitions or sets of an exercise of a certain muscle group in your training session. So there are a couple of ways you can do this. We can increase the number of repetitions per set. So if we're doing eight reps on week one, we might be doing 12 repetitions per set on week three. Um, we might also add an additional set in. So rather than doing three sets of eight, the next week we might try four sets of eight at the same weight. And that idea is that we basically perform more repetitions of the same weight, which means more total volume of resistance has been applied to our body through that training session, which again is going to signal that we need to become stronger and fitter. Number three is to increase the training frequency. Now, what I recommend for beginners in the gym is to do three full body workouts a week, doing two to three exercises per muscle group. So that might be two or three exercises for your chest, two or three exercises for your legs, two or three exercises for your back in each session, but allowing yourself one to two days between each session. And basically you can push yourself harder on those two or three exercises in each session so that over the week you're doing a higher weight for more repetitions for more sets of that exercise, but it's not going to fatigue your body or your central nervous system in the same way that doing, say, six exercises on one day will. We also give our body a little bit of time to recover between each session so that we kind of have this uh, rather, if you think about it on a chart, if you train, there's like an upward trend of your muscle kind of being stimulated and it grows. And then it starts to sort of peter off and starts to go back down again towards the end of the week. So you kind of get this, imagine you've done like a wave, it goes up and it might go back down to the start point if you don't train frequently enough. Whereas if you, if you think of like a slinky going like not down the stairs, but up the stairs, if you're kind of going up 
you, you train, it gets stimulated, it goes up to the next step, you train again, you're then going up to the next step, and you're constantly progressing on this kind of linear fashion upwards to improve your overall strength, and which will also make your muscles get bigger and look better in the mirror. So trace training frequency, let's increase that, shall we? A fourth and final principle for progressive overload is going to be time under tension. So we're going to increase the duration of each repetition within an exercise. And this is common within bodybuilding. Let's take the bench press, for example. You take the bench press, you'd lift it off, hold it for a moment. You'd count one, two, as you bring the bar down to your chest, hold it for one count, and then you'd press up for one count. So that would be an example of a tempo of two, one, one, because we're doing two counts down, one count hold on the chest, and then one count up. Uh, to progress this to grade, make it more difficult, we might do four or five counts on the way down. So you might do one, two, three, four, hold on your chest, one, two, and then press up for one. So we managed to increase the total amount of time under tension, which is, again, going to stimulate the muscles more, which will encourage more growth. Now that we've covered those principles of progressive overload, we want to make sure that we're only increasing one thing at a time. You might play around a little bit with tempos as well as something else. However, if you're new to the gym, let's just focus on mastering one thing. And what we'd always want to start off with is increasing the volume first. If you know you can safely lift 50 kilograms for eight repetitions on week one, on week two, you might try and lift it for eight repetitions. And then on week three, you might try and lift it for 12 repetitions because we know that ultimately we're safe doing that weight. And then we're progressing it, still putting more resistance through the muscle, but it's in a safe way. If we increase the weight too quickly, what will happen is you might go from, say, 50 to 60. 60 is too heavy. You only get three or four repetitions. The bar gets stuck on you. You try to push it off, and you get an injury in your shoulder. That's why we want to increase the volume of repetitions first or the number of sets first because we know we can safely perform that exercise, and it's going to reduce our chance of injury in the long term. Once you've reached an appropriate volume, say, three sets of 12 to 15 repetitions. You might then increase the intensity. So we'll increase, add an extra set on at the same weight or we'll increase the weight by a small increment. So maybe literally getting the 1.25s, putting those on the, on the bench press and then each week trying to add a little bit more weight and a little bit more weight whilst hitting that same rep range. And then you might find that the next week when you're doing 55 kilograms, you can't quite get your three sets of 12. So you spend a couple of weeks building back up to be able to do three sets of 12 at your 55 kilograms before increasing the weight again, in which case your reps might drop down. So just constantly each week playing around with those reps and increasing the weight where appropriate. Now that we've worked out what we're doing with our training, it's time to make sure our nutrition is helping us achieve our goals as well. So we're signaling to our body by doing heavy resistance training and progressively overloading that we want our muscles to grow. Uh, when we train, we break down our muscle fibers and we need enough uh, nutrients from protein to enable them to grow and repair, to become bigger and stronger. Now, the government's guidelines are relatively low for protein. The reference nutrition intake, uh, the RNI, is around 0.5 grams per kilogram of body weight uh, per day, which for the average male is around 56 grams of protein, and for each female is around 45 grams of protein. And in America, the FDA recommends around 50 grams of protein per day, which, to be honest with you, many studies have shown that we need far more than that to enable to encourage muscle growth. And this is probably part of the reason why as we get older and become less active, we don't maintain that much muscle because we don't have enough protein in our body to give us the building blocks we need to maintain that mass. So how much protein do we actually need? Well, studies have shown that we need about one gram of protein per pound 
to 2.2 grams of protein per kilogram. Uh, and other scientists have estimated that the minimum we need is around 0.7 grams per pound. So if you're someone who really struggles getting a high amount of protein into their diet, aim for 0.7 grams, especially if you're vegan or vegetarian, it can be quite hard to get the protein numbers that high. Um, but if you're doing enough resistance training, that should be enough to help you build your muscles big and strong. Um, and for kind of people who want to be bodybuilders or powerlifters, there tends to be this ballpark of around a gram per pound of body weight or 2.2 grams per kilogram. However, like I just say, it doesn't need to be quite as high as that, but that's a rough ballpark. But that's almost twice what the uh, guidelines from the government are. So you want to make sure nice high amounts of protein. And why do we need protein? I hear you ask. Well, dietary protein is broken down into amino acids by the protease enzymes in our body for a process called proteolysis. Um, amino acids are extremely important in our body as they are basically the building blocks. They help us build cells. They help our muscles repair uh, all of the sort of ma maintaining our, our organs and our muscle tissues. So if we don't have enough protein in our body, our muscles break down when we do heavy resistance training or use day-to-day -day exercise. And essentially, we then need to refuel, get enough amino acids back into our body to, to help repair that. Things like BCAA supplements aren't actually that beneficial for you. If you're having enough uh, nu nutrition, uh, enough protein from healthy foods like your beans, legumes, meats, fishes, all of that. Fishes? Fish? Anyway, whichever one it is. Um, basically, just make sure you've got enough natural sources of protein in your body and you won't need to supplement with BCAAs. And then finally, we need to make sure that we're giving our body enough rest and recovery between sessions so that those muscles can repair together and then we can actually get the most out of our next workout, which means we'll be able to push harder, progressively overload and stimulate more muscle growth. Uh, in the next session, I'm going to be going more in depth into rest and recovery. Um, but a quick overview is that you should give yourself 48 to 72 hours between workouts of the same muscle group. Don't train the same muscle groups on back-to-back -back days and make sure you try and get eight hours of quality sleep. But like I say, I'll be going more into that in the next session. So thank you for tuning in and I'll see you next time. <laughs>